Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Yammer time. Everybody loves Yammer time on the bench. Mike Yam of the Pac-12 Network. Yammer time. How you doing, buddy? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You you as well. I love how you say hide the money from your wife and then you introduce me. Uh, I guess that's somewhat of a good decent segue, but yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll. Man. Listen, it's true. Like if I make people tons of money, which I do on a daily basis, what's the last thing you need to have happen? Your wife to find your nest and then she's going to go out and bust off like a Fendi bag or something. And you're going to be broke. You won't even be able to get a ham sandwich with mustard on it. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. That's a lot, dude. And if it's a ham sandwich versus a fendi bag, like, yo, that's that's a lot. That's of crucial. Like, right like there. a ham sandwich on rye, like Jewish rye and mustard, and oh, then yeah. like a little bag of like Lay's to go with it. You're good to go. You're making me miss New York, man. I'm that's telling you. Doing right now. So uh, I have several things. I'm very upset about Yammer. I'm driving in the car tonight, and I said to Mafia, "You can ask him, Mafia. Did I say this to you? I go, we got to get a hold of Yammer because." I'm livid about, uh, and I, you're probably going to not agree with me. I don't know. And then I'll be very disappointed in you. But I said, did I not say to you tonight, Mavi, we got to call Yammer. You I'm did. upset. You said you wanted him on to talk about this stuff. All right, so I'm upset, Yammer time, because I, C- Chris Peterson upsets me. Because, listen, oh boy. there's yeah. nothing I hate worse in sports than the guy that plays the, and not, not that he did, but I'm saying the guy that says he needs to spend more time with his family. That one is the worst excuse in sports because every coach I ever met in my life, and I work for Bob Knight, okay, thanks, so everything else pales in comparison. So you think Bob Knight had any time for his family when he was coaching at Indiana? Okay, so uh, any, do you think Bill Belichick has any time for his family when he's uh, sleeping in his office in Foxborough. So when the guy says, literally, did he not say he needs to recharge and he recharge? Yeah, he needs like a rest and he needs to, you know, he needs to take a step back. And, and you know, it sounds to me like it's just kind of that wussy type excuse. The bottom line is where I come from in Pittsburgh, we call that a quitter. And then what I, I want to say is why in God's name, if you need so much rest, are you going to coach in the bowl game too? Like if I run that school and that guy who I signed to a big deal and I go win two Pac-12 titles and go to a playoff, which is fabulous, but they gave him a long-term deal and the guy quits – and I don't care what anyone calls it. it. He quit. And the bottom line is, is that uh, to me, I don't want him coaching anything. I don't even want him at the game. I, I, and I cannot believe they're letting him coach that game. I don't care if they're playing Boise State or if they're playing Hamtramck Tech. 
That's it. I, I, that, that's I why I called feel, you tonight. I can feel the passion from you, and I can appreciate your fandom. And you're always one. Of, you're you're arguably on the short list of like my top five biggest sports fans uh, that that I've worked with. So I understand where you're coming from. Here's what I'll tell you though. CP is a different dude. You know, you just mentioned Belichick, and it just reminded me. Have you seen the uh, the show or the the episode they did on HBO with Saban? And no, Belichick? I taped it. I'm gonna watch it uh, this weekend for sure. I taped it. All right. Well, as soon as you said Belichick, I just rem- it reminded me of what I just watched. And I'll take you back because you mentioned the Pac-12, uh, the Pac-12 championships and getting to the playoff a couple years ago. Right. I was down in Atlanta for the Peach Bowl right. when they were playing Alabama. And there, look, Saban is look, he's, he's the best college football coach there is right now in the game. I would have always made the argument that Chris Peterson um, was a top five coach and does less and has done less historically in his career than anyone else or done more with less. I should describe it. I should say it the right way. But I remember being down there and look, they just do it differently, right? Like Saban, there was a, like a, a little dinner the night before for both teams. Saban's crew rolls up college football hall of fame. They roll up in their bus, they get dinner and then they, they peace out. Peterson goes with his team. They're there for like an hour and a half before the dinner. They're taking the tour of the, of the facilities and, and, you know, kind of doing all the exhibits and all that stuff. And I said to him, like, explain this to me. Like, why, why this when you got a game coming up? And he said, you know what? It's about these student athletes understanding the experience and knowing what football can do for them. And I, I say that, and look, they obviously lost the game. And I'm not saying there's a right way or a wrong way of doing it, but Chris is a different guy. And I know what you're saying, and I think on, on face value, I can certainly understand why you would think that. But I'm, I'm telling you, um, Pharrell, like Chris, this, you know, they talked about like this built for life situation and, and the deal in the program that he set up there. He is as caring a coach for his players as I've ever seen in sports. So I understand where you're coming from because the guys had success. And look, I wish he was still coaching because I think the Pac 12 just took a hit. And I think Jimmy Lake is going to do a great job. But Look, I think Chris is that good. He's a top five coach, and I think the transition's a good one for them because uh, I do think he cares about the program. So right now, Chris is getting ready for the bowl game. I actually just talked to him the other day. He's getting ready for the bowl game. Jimmy Lake is now the guy that's doing all the recruiting. So it's a it's a cool deal for to ease that transition. But I, I'm telling you, I think Chris is just wired a little bit differently. Uh, I don't care how he's wired. Here's the deal. Uh, the other guy that just signed a $5 million deal deserves to coach the game. And your boy needs to go lay in his uh, California king bed and uh, count all that money he made, uh, you know, getting so tired okay so i'm tired you know i i sleep three hours a day that that's who's tired me that's who uh, tired my ass I, i'm I, I no longer like him i don't care how you know what you're best friends with him good for you uh good for you you can <laughs> I, have him I, I wouldn't classify myself as best friends with him but i will tell you the the amount of respect that i do have for him i you know what you got to do at some point you got to come out to the west coast you, you'll come visit we'll, we'll set up the media for you guys Spend a few minutes with them, and I'm telling you, your perception would change. Yeah, wrong. Oregon and uh, Wisconsin <laughs> are playing in, uh, I think, a great Rose Bowl. I bet on Oregon uh, Yammer time with uh, the win over Utah, and I just thought Justin Herbert looked fantastic in that game, and I thought that uh, that kid, yeah. whatever, 25, was lighting people up. I just thought uh, their defense was jacked out of their minds, and they were just hitting people and knocking people around, and they took control of that game early with, I think, physicality. What did you think of the game with Utah? Everyone was on Utah. I was on Oregon, and then uh, now they go play Wisconsin. I think they're better in Wisconsin, too. 
Agreed. I, well, I agree with you on that, and I know we started talking about your, some of your picks. If you add Oregon in that game, well done. Promote your website once again because I think nationally and people on the West Coast had Utah in that football game. And, uh, look, I mean, we weren't talking about a a good defense. We were talking about a historically great defense against the run. Since 96, they were giving up heading into that championship game, 56 yards per game. That was the best that we've seen in the country and in the game in FBS play, you know, in, in you know in a, long, a really long period of time. I, I was shocked by the dominance of Oregon. I thought Oregon could win that football game, but what they were able to do, run for over 200 yards in a matchup uh, against a physical team and really just dominate from start to finish, to me, was as impressive as it was going to get. Um, I wish, and I don't know if you talked about it on your show, there's a part of me that wishes they don't they didn't play Auburn. Um, you know, and then obviously they laid the egg when they went down to Tempe and they lost to ASU. And I think that loss, coupled with them not looking maybe as sharp in the Civil War, had a lot of people thinking Utah was going to win that football game. But if we get the Pac-12 champion that we saw on Friday night, in the Rose Bowl against Wisconsin, I'm with you. I, I would take the Ducks in a game like that. So uh, my gambling is from the Pac-12 Network. Um, so uh, Justin Herbert now uh, with his – I think he's rising, actually, yeah. with his performance against Utah. And then uh, this Rose Bowl, you know, will be another showcase for him. And, I, you know, if they can't stop Taylor, that'll be a problem. But if they stop Taylor, I think Oregon wins the game. So uh, do you feel that his stock is rising for the draft? And how do you think he's going to be uh, as a uh, pro football quarterback? Because, I mean, let's face facts. He's like a homer. I mean, the guy grew up there uh, outside of Outson. He's been playing at Oregon. He grew up there. He lived there his whole life. Is this yeah. kid going to be like, like a, are we going to have to get him a lollipop and a homesick package, or is he going to make it as a man in the NFL? You know, he. I look, I think he made one of the more difficult decisions that anyone has to make when you're in his shoes, and that is to go back to campus and play for your seniors in your senior year when you know you could be one of the first quarterbacks taken off the board. And I think the interesting thing about it is he has thrived this season. I think questions about could he win a big game for you? Could he on a, on a critical drive lead your football team? And that was something that people were knocking him about. And I, I always felt like he had the makeup to go and do it. And he does have that boy next door kind of mentality because like you said, he grew up two miles from, from Austin. He grew up in Eugene. Um, you know, to me, what he's been able to to do this season I, I'd point to the win against Washington State the road win in Seattle and his team needed him to make some critical throws um, late in that ball game he executed and then you just pointed out what he was able to do in the Pac-12 championship game I, I think his legacy is one of the greats that's worn that Oregon uniform is now continuing to be cemented thanks to that win on Friday night. Um, but as far as his pro prospects, and, and for all, I don't know if you've seen this kid in person, but um, just massive hands, big build, looks the part. Um, he looks like an NFL quarterback. He looked like an NFL quarterback a season ago. Some of the throws that he makes are, are just so damn impressive. And I think what you saw from him Friday, which you haven't seen a ton from right. him, is his ability to kind of take off and run a little bit. Haven't seen that from him in Eugene, but he's been he's been able to execute the offense that he's been told to, to execute, and he doesn't really make a ton of mistakes. So to me, he's no doubt a Sunday quarterback and a guy that I think we're going to be talking about off the board fairly early in the NFL. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, the great Mike Gam with us from Pac-12 Network. I got uh, three quick ones for you. I got about uh, two and a half minutes left. So Arizona State, Florida State. I think Herm has done a great job in Tempe. How do you think the, the Devils will do against uh, the Knowles with all the drama they had this year? They actually 
I thought played their way through it. You know, Taggart getting fired, everything else. I, I thought they actually played some decent football because they were in the toilet, and then all of a sudden they made a bowl game. I think that's going to be a delicious game. Yeah, I love Herm Edwards uh, for a lot of the reasons and probably all the reasons that you do. Jaden Daniels, their freshman quarterback, who hasn't played like a freshman this year, is outstanding. Brandon Ayuk, speaking of Sunday dudes, like I think he is you know, the, one of the next great wide receivers that's going to come out of this conference. Florida State, to me, this just has too much chaos, and there's a steady ship right now at ASU. One interesting thing here, though, Rob Likens, their offensive coordinator, two sides of parted ways here, so he's not at ASU right now. That could be a little bit of a factor in a game like this. So, uh... Uh, let me ask you about uh, the Mike Leach deal. Uh, yeah. That's a great deal for him. Oh, for sure. Are you kidding me? I feel like the couple times I've been on your show, his name has popped up. Right. And you've asked me about him potentially leaving uh, to take another job, at whether it's in the SEC or the Big Ten. Right. Um, to me, I, the, the security that he's got there is big time. Not to mention, like, that's the perfect fit. Kind of like, you know, in the middle of nowhere in Pullman, Washington. He just runs his offense and his system. You know, I think it was a little bit of a disappointing year, but they were so close in so many games. You know, six wins. I know that the famous quote you are, what your record is, but um, I feel like they have more talent. But this tough matchup here, I mean, that triple option is like people get worried about preparing. And I don't think either one of these teams have the personnel scout team to mimic this to get ready for the bowl game. So, I got, I got uh, some points. I got one minute respectfully. Cal, Illinois. I love Cal's season. And, and, uh, and on top of that, how's the Pac 12 hoop scene? Uh, Bears are going to take care of business, and the hoop scene is pretty good right now. Huge matchups across the board, um, but the top of the league is pretty good. I think there's a potential maybe for a Final Four team, depending on if Oregon gets their act together with some of those young players. All right, so Boise State in an enema special against Washington in the bowl game. <laughs> I'm going with the Broncos. Screw that guy, your best friend over there. I'm just kidding. He's a great coach. I'm very upset that he's uh, taking a rest. He should have uh, kept coaching. He's a great coach. I just had something to be mad about tonight, and I decided it would be him. It was a good way to snake my way into the Yammer world. Dude, it's always good to be on with you, man. I always get excited when I hear from you guys. All right. Uh, hey, Mike, have a great Christmas and Happy New yeah, Year to you too, and your man. family, man. You as well, man. Always good to talk with you. All right. Yammer time. Everybody loves uh, Mike Yam on a bench from the Pac-12 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.